0: This is Bob Gimling, and you're listening to the Paranormal Portal. It looked like it was a huge cube. It was very strange, I, and I never had seen something like that before. And I, so, I'm stunned. I, I'm frozen in, in amazement of what I'm looking at.
1: To the paranormal portal podcast i'm your host brent thomas thanks for joining us here hope you're having a wonderful day whatever it is you are doing but just want to say a big thank you to all of you out there for tuning in and thank you to those of you who are recommending the show to other people who are into the paranormal that really helps us out a ton and we really appreciate it it's been a real grassroots kind of movement but uh, the word is spreading and more and more people are finding the show and we have all of you out there to thank for that so thank you very much uh, if, remember, if you guys have any paranormal stories of your own and you wouldn't mind being a guest on the podcast, please reach out to me at paranormal portal at gmail.com. I'd love to talk to you and, uh, p- potentially get you on the show. So keep that in mind, but we got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, I'm welcoming Jason from Minnesota who will be joining us and he's had a whole ton of, uh, really, uh, fascinating and phenomenal experiences with the paranormal and cryptids and. Forty d and stuff. So it's going to be a great journey. So I hope you all are ready. Cause it's getting spooky. All right, Jason, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad. That's good. Thanks so much for making the time to make this happen. Uh, I know you and I have talked a few times uh, prior to this and I just, your stories are fascinating and and phenomenal, but I guess I got to, we got to start at the beginning here. Where did this journey all begin for you?
0: So it all, it all pretty much began. uh, My parents had moved. uh, I grew up in Wisconsin and they had moved from one house and my father had built this this house at at this point he had built the new house and we had moved in there at i was about 4 years old mm-hmm. and it's up again it was up against a bluff okay and uh next to some cornfields and stuff like that you know a real nice area a beautiful area to 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 build and have a home and uh after after a while being there a few years, you know, uh, I started, my senses started, uh, realizing that there wasn't a, there wasn't always a lot of real normal things that were going on around in that area. <laughs> okay. Um, I was always seeing things and, and you, you know, it's out of the corner of your eye. You're not really sure if you saw something, but mm-hmm. you, you really think you did and you look and it's gone. So you, you think ah, there was nothing there. Uh-huh. And, uh, there was, weird things that would be happening, missing stuff, uh, um, just, just things that you would, you would think be odd, but you don't really think it's, you know, because you don't see nothing. You don't really think that it's all that odd. You just think, I must've misplaced it or, oh, I was just hearing something, you know? Right. But, uh, it really started kicking in after, uh, uh, my, my curiosity really started kicking in, I should Uh say. It, I was sitting in my bedroom and my bedroom faced the high between the highway and, and, uh, the west side of the bluff, I should say. Okay. And I saw this really bright light coming from the corner and I, I could, you know, I thought, well, maybe it, it looks like a helicopter, or a, uh, you know, an airplane with a spotlight, you know, it was just super bright and I couldn't figure it out. Uh-huh. So as it started getting closer, I'm like, I gotta see what this is, you know. So I go up, I go outside, and I'm sitting, and I'm watching this thing. Mm-hmm. And as it's going across, I can just—it's just a dull hum, just a dull hum going across. And and then the light would, was shining all the way through, uh-huh. and I could see above the light, you know, in like the shadowing, I could see above it. Okay. And it looked like it was a huge cube. It was very strange. I, and I never had seen something like that before. And I, so I'm stunned. I, I'm frozen <laughs> in, in amazement of what I'm looking at because I had no idea what I was looking at. Right. And, and so it got down and it passed. And I also, I'm like, I, I got to tell dad, I got to tell dad, Oh my God, <laughs> I got to tell dad. Uh-huh. And it, you know, so I ran downstairs and I'm like, dad, you gotta come look at this. Of course, by the time he got up there, you know, it's way far off. You can't tell what it was, you know, but I'm like, I swear to God, dad, I think that was a UFO. It it looked like a cube. And he's like, why did you get me earlier? (laughs) (laughs) But I was so frozen, you know, I was so like, what the heck, you know? And, and so that kind of got my curiosity on stuff, Mm -hmm. things, other things that are happening, you know? And I, so, and I must've been eight or nine years old, I think. Okay. And, And so I started going to the school library and I'm looking up, I'm looking up aliens and I'm looking up ghosts and, and Mm -hmm. witches and Bigfoot, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm starting to get into the, looking into all this stuff that's paranormal because it's all, you know, when you go and you look for something that's unexplained, it's all going to come up. Right. Right. And, and so I didn't know exactly what I was seeing, Mm -hmm. but I saw something. You know, and I was always seeing things out of the corner of my eye.
1: So you me, know, and I, I'm like, let well, me ask you a quick question, if I what? could, please. Um, sure. Just regarding that, uh, a couple of things. First of all, did you have any idea how big this would have been if it was, you know, like laying, sitting on the ground in front of you, this cube shape? Do you think it was enormous, or do you think it was kind of small, or what, what was your take on it at the time?
0: It was humongous. Okay. So, I, I mean, it was it was probably twice at least at least twice the size of the house
1: oh okay wow
0: i mean it was it, it looked it, it looked like it was it looked like it was so far up there and it still at that height it still looked like it would have dwarfed the house
1: and did you get the did did did, did you see any other lights at all or was it just the main bright light that you nothing were okay
0: nothing just that bright light and wow. and uh, i could and you know uh, I was out with my father at one point where we were at night and this was before this Okay. and my, my dad had stopped and we were, we were seeing this light that was kind of like flashing across the top of the sky uh-huh. and we're like, Oh, what the heck? You know? And we had found out that it, it was, it was a weird, uh, the reflection phenomenon. I don't know if you guys, uh, have ever seen that it happens a lot of times up along bluffs when you have a, a car in the valley driving mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it somehow it has a reflection of light from them, from them car lights that'll flash across just above on the on sky, uh-huh. you know? And so we figured out it was that, but, you know, at first, you know, we were like, maybe it's a UFO, you know, flying yeah. around. Sure. And, but it ended up not being that. And so I had skepticism and I had some knowledge of, you know, what could this be? Right. You know, so I, I'm, I'm, as I'm watching this thing coming, I'm going, what do I think this is? Is this a plane? Is this a helicopter? Mm-hmm. Or is it weird, weird reflection? And I came up empty. Right. But I, I, I came up empty. And I, I don't know what this is. So I just sat there stunned. Uh huh.
1: Wow. What an amazing experience. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, I never even knew, the cubed was a thing until <laughs> much later on that people all of a sudden, it, you know, people are starting to come out and saying, yeah, I've seen UFOs and it was a cube shape. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've seen, <laughs> I saw those it guys. Was a, <laughs> so maybe I wasn't seeing anything. Yeah. Maybe it was something like this,
1: you know, and, and I'm, I'm kind of of the opinion and I don't know why it just, it just kind of seems to make sense to me that there are different shapes of UFOs, but I think that they might be indicative of different races of beings, whatever they are, you know, like they might not, right. It's not just one, one source with lots of different variations. I don't think, but maybe it is, maybe it is, but I've always attributed that to they're from different places. Sure. Yeah,
0: sure. And and it's absolutely probable.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's certainly possible. Uh, But it's anybody's guess, you know, since we're, you know, all we can do is speculate on these things. But I I think that's a phenomenal experience.
0: Yeah, I mean, at my age, you know, it really kicked off of me searching and trying to find the truth of things, I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so you you started researching and and ended up going down the rabbit hole that is the paranormal, (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, you know, it was a rabbit hole, but it was the thing that really, I mean, so the thing (laughs) we'll get into it, but the thing that really kind of got me and really delved me deeper is, you know, and this was, like I said, I was, i seen, you know, shapes or whatever in a corner of my eye, but you know, right around that same time, there is, I would say what's called shadow people. Sure. Uh, That's what they call them. They should call them shadow people. Yep. And, and they, uh, why did they, they got my attention <laughs> oh. <laughs> because there was times where I, I would see shadows and it, And this was two, three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I would see, I would have the door open and also I would just wake up. I just wake up. I don't know why I'm waking up. I didn't have to go to the bathroom or anything. I just woke up. Okay. And I'm looking out the door, you know, kind of like, why am I even awake? You know? And I'm looking out the bedroom door. And I would see like a head like leaning out. And at first I, I, what are you doing? You know, I, I thought it was my brother messing with me or something, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then the head would pop back. Oh, geez. And, and I was like, okay, well, you're messing with me, you know? Yeah. And so I, I'd see that I'm like, knock it off. And, <laughs> and so I got up and I went, I'm like, okay, nobody's here. Mm-hmm. And then it hit me like, there's something that it's not a human, (laughs) you know, (laughs) something's watching you that isn't a human, you know, it's not here in the realm or whatever, you know, and I got scared and I ran, I I slept under my covers the whole night, (laughs) you know, uh, I spent a lot of nights like that because it kept, it kept on. And sometimes three, four of them, uh, I've seen, I've seen them, I saw them walk into my bedroom and into my closet I saw one one night sitting, I I had a, I had a love seat that was in the, in the corner of my bedroom, And I saw one sitting on the, sitting on the bed or on the uh, love seat, just sitting there. And I I, I was so scared, you know, I had my covers over my head after that. I'm like, they're not here. They're not here. Nothing's here. (laughs) But you know, they were. Um, And, and uh, just until a couple of years ago, I had a conversation with my brother a couple of years ago and he, he said, yeah, you know, uh, we're in, on talks. My father has passed away now, but he, he had thought that my father was coming in at two, three o'clock in the morning and sitting at the edge of his bed and his bedroom was upstairs, you know, uh, just, just on the other side of mine, but it was upstairs. And he thought that my father was coming in and sitting at the edge of his bed and just sitting there looking at him. And then he said, he even, even he would go into my closet and and rubbings around in my closet. Sometimes he goes, I don't even know what he was looking for. I think he was looking for alcohol or something, you know, or, and I said, well, I said, you know, you weren't, you weren't old enough to be drinking at that time. You weren't even thinking about it. You had to be younger than me, you know, which was probably seven or eight. You know, why would you think that he was looking for anything of that You know, and he's like, well, I don't know. I just, it was just weird that he was there. I said, dad wouldn't have done that. He, you know, I said, I was older and I, you know, I stayed up a lot longer. You know, I, I would have heard him if he was getting up and walking around because their bedroom was right above mine. So every time mom or dad got up, I wouldn't, I would hear that and I would wake up. And so I knew they weren't, I knew he wasn't getting up. You know, so I was trying to tell him, like, you know, I've seen these things at the house all the time. And I said, I said did you ever see his face? It said, you said he sat down at the end of the bed. Did you look at him see his face? He's like, no, I couldn't see his face. Wow. It was always dark. And I'm like, welcome to shadow people. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was. I said, <laughs> it, it couldn't have been dad, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the they... They stuck around my, the whole time uh, that, I, that I had stayed there until I moved out uh, after I had uh, gotten old enough to, to move and get my own place. But I was always seeing them.
1: Oh, wow. That's, it, did it ever escalate or was it just that, like they were just kind of hanging out and observing and that's about it?
0: Just hanging out and observing. That's oh. creepy enough. <laughs> it is. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm you not. know, if they would at least say something to me or say, this is why we're here, it, right. it might at least put an end to it. But You're when right. all they do is just sit and watch you, you don't know what the intentions are.
1: You're right. Yeah, it's kind of like watching the turkey in the oven. Is it ready yet?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: I, I get you. I, you know, the suspense of it would be ah, amazingly tough especially for a younger person you know trying to understand what the hell they're dealing with
0: right right yeah I had all kinds of books and (laughs) just just lined up like what am I seeing and and at the time you know all it was is all I could ever find was things about ghosts and and Mm -hmm. that they didn't they didn't really talk about shadow people back then
1: sure and
0: so I really didn't I really wasn't sure. I, I was like, well, it's gotta be ghosts, but it couldn't be ghosts. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, it, they were all black, you know, and, and, you know, it wasn't your uh, classic thought of what a ghost would be. And they didn't act like a ghost would be because they would, inter- you know, they were obviously interacting with me if I was yelling at them and they would move their hat back. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it was something different than a ghost. I mean, I know people have had interactions with ghosts and stuff like that, but this was different. It just felt different.
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean it must have been absolutely terrifying, but at the same time it's kind of curious because now as an adult looking back on that, it's like what what were they doing because they weren't really hurting anything. They were just being kind of disruptive. Right. Now I I, right. I know the term shadow people gets, I think, overused because I really believe spirits can appear however they want to. And sometimes, you know, ghosts appear dark just because they're not trying to be noticed as much. And why they just aren't completely invisible, I don't know. But there must be some conditions where they can be observed, so they choose to, you know, be shadowy. And unfortunately, I, I do believe also that there are other things that were never people that are around, and perhaps they are what we know as shadow people and other things as well. But yeah, it, right. is, it is really curious because you don't know what you're dealing with and you don't know what they want. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Especially when, when you're young and, you, and you're, you're trying to figure it out, you know, you're like, yeah, what is going on? And I, I spent a lot of, a lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet you did, man. So, and this went on for the whole time that you lived in that house or, or did it finally subside?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it never subsided. Uh, it, I you know that to this day I sometimes I feel like I want to stop by to the neighbor uh, the person that owns it now you know and go. Yeah. By the Do way. you ever see anything? <laughs> Just because it, you know, it would if somebody else saw it, it would at least give yeah. me something like, okay, somebody else saw something there. Right. I'm not crazy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, and you know then my brother did and and you know he had came to the admittance that he had seen some that stuff. And then it was like, all right, so this isn't nuts. There, there is something going on over there at that place,
1: you know? Yeah. Was there, now that was a, that was a built house. you you said your dad built that house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I know there's cases of, of, uh, spirits that, that are in the ground that are there before that. And then now that you built a house, Mm -hmm. they, they can kind of haunt that area. Sure. But, um, you know, it, it's. I think it might be a little bit harder. I don't. I don't know how that all works. Of course, I don't think anybody really knows how it works. Right. But you know, I, to me, I was like, Uh You know, there couldn't be actual ghosts. It has to be something different because nobody died here. Well, you know,
1: they can be. And though. they could there, there can be. There's many different ways yeah. places can become haunted, and, and one of which is certainly uh, a tragic past, something horrible happening there. Another other ways, yeah. just people passing away on the premises. But you know there's several other ways. Like it could be an item that was brought into the home that had a really significant attachment to somebody who had lived, and they're attached right. to that item even in their death. And so you bring it in, and you may have a haunting that way. And it can be just because they became attached by, from a person. Like they followed right. a person in and, you know, so I, I think that they, you know, there's many ways that hauntings can occur in my opinion and I'm no expert, but that's just, you know, what, what seems to make sense to me. And certainly uh, a lot of people that have been dealing with hauntings have noticed that when an item is brought in, suddenly there's activity. If they take the item out, there's no activity. So there must be something with that item. So if, you know, yeah, a lot of times people at thrift sale or, or you know, garage sale or, well, not a lot of times, but it did, it, it's been known to happen that you buy something at a, you know, antique store or some secondhand store, you know, you do yeah. run the risk that that was, you know, an attachment for somebody and, and you might bring an energy into your home. Yep. Yep. So that's just my two cents on the topic, but, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. no, and you're, and you're very right. It, it, it is, it can be something so simple as that. Yeah. Um, I I just, you know, when it was, there's times where like I said, there's, three, four figures that I, I, mean, I could see full figures walking across the doorway. And so for me, I thought, well, if it was one, I was thinking, you know, maybe two, but three to four. And it was always random times. And they seemed like they were, it seemed like they would be hanging out together. Cause they were, it was always like they, they would walk in, in tandem with each other, mm-hmm. you know, like, like they were were they, like they were together. You know, uh, okay. and I, you know, it seemed to me like, okay, what are, what is going on here? I, I'm I'm not understanding this, right? And I still don't, obviously. I, you know, mm-hmm. it just it, it's something I'm I'm probably always going to be, you know. I wonder.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And nobody <laughs> nobody will be able to answer those questions, but uh, you know, right? All we can do is throw ideas at them. But that is really profound.
0: The paranormal portal will return after these messages. was a a professor i remember seeing some pictures of her talking about a lot of artifacts that they had found in the field in front of her house
1: hey guys brent thomas here the paranormal portal podcast we just wanted to take a moment to introduce you to the paranormal portal store we've got t-shirts hoodies leggings stickers mugs you name it, you might find it over there. So head on over to teespring.com stores paranormal dash portal and you too can help fund the Paranormal Portal podcast. Thank you so much for all that you do and thank you for being a part of our Paranormal Portal family.
0: kind of weird. And this is why I thought that maybe it was a lot of the land. I, I, I did hear rumors way back, mm-hmm. uh, of, of some in, uh, Native American, uh, settlements that were there oh, in sure. that area around on the fields and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and there was, a she, she was a, uh, a professor okay. that happened to be a neighbor. Oh, And, uh, I remember seeing some pictures of her talking about this, a lot of artifacts that they had found in the field in front of her house. <sighs> and so I always wondered, well, is that, was that an Indian burial ground? You know, I don't right. know. Um, I don't, I don't really think that there probably was one. I would, I would assume since they had gone through that area and a lot of people had known about everything that was there, that maybe that's not, but mm-hmm. there was a rumor that was going on. And, uh, years later after she had moved out of that home, there was another family that moved in there and uh, the their son had become a really good friend of mine oh okay and and I had visited that house we you know we had stopped there and you know she was an older lady uh, when she had lived there, and my dad would be a nice you know we we would uh, give some food or you know something for Christmas you know drop a cake off or whatever and and we'd stop in and be there for a few minutes. And I always felt weird in there, you know, like I was always being watched and, and, and everything. So I, I was, I would always just kind of sit, you know, awkwardly and kind of look around. Mm-hmm. And, and then after that new family moved in and I became uh, best friends with this, with this gentleman, uh, I had stayed overnight there a few times and, and he had told me, he's like, listen, there's weird stuff going on here. <laughs> and I'm like, There's no way. There's no way. Whatever you know, (laughs) and and, because I was like, "All right, you're you're just trying to tune in and and razz me because I've told you some of my stories," you know, Mm -hmm. and and uh, so we were sleeping, and and he was right. It was absolutely freaky. We could hear people walking across the roof. It was it was a flat roof Mm -hmm. uh, home, but we could hear footsteps walking up and down along. The roof. Oh man! Right above us, and so I'm like, I'm hitting him. I'm like, Hey, somebody's walking around up there. He goes, No, that. I he he named the ghost something. Okay. I can't remember what it was. I wish I could remember now, but I can't remember the name that he he had named this ghost. Uh-huh. And I'm like, What are you talking about? I said, There's somebody up there. He's like, No, let's go. So we're. I mean, I, we can still hear the, the steps as we're walking out the door. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and it wasn't like it was a great big long jaunt to get to this door to get out there because as soon as we went around the corner, we would go out the door, take a right. And then we'd take another right to the hallway. And it, that was right out the. I mean, it, it was a 15 foot walk to get out of this door. And as soon as we got out the door to the right was the stairs to go up to this roof. Okay. So we ran, we ran out there, got up top. There's nothing up there. Nobody, <laughs> nothing. We literally just heard the steps going from where, the, the stairs are all the way, you know, walking across the distance of the bedroom. So we knew if we ran, we would either catch the person at the stairs if there was somebody there uh-huh. or they would have had to run and jump off this roof, which why anybody would do that. And somebody else would wake up hearing the big thuds from there, right? you know, maybe, right. maybe, but we got up there really quick and there was nobody up there. And, you know, and then we checked the area, there was no signs of anybody jumping, you know, cause you would think that they, you know, they're jumping, they would leave some divots, you know? Oh, sure. There, there was nothing, there was nothing. Wow. And and that was multiple times that, that, that would happen when we'd stay at, I would stay at his house. You know, we would hear it probably maybe one ever, one out of every five times I'd stay at his house. So it was numerous times we would hear these footsteps up, up on top of this roof. Wow. And then, <laughs> and then we were, we were sleeping one night. Um, well, we were supposed to be sleeping, but we were, we were still awake, farting around and mm-hmm. talking and stuff like that. And everybody was sleeping. Everybody was sleeping in the house except us. Uh-huh. And we, and, and he, his, his room was a part of the addition and it was, so it was all brick. Mm-hmm. Okay. The whole surrounding, it was three-sided. Brick wall, going to the out, you know, facing the outside. Right. And all of a sudden, we heard this great big slam, like somebody just full on punched it, holding a brick or something. You know what I mean? Oh wow! And it was enough that it my, I was sitting in a chair, and my buddy was sitting uh, with his back against the brick wall. He jumped right off of the bed he he felt the vibration and jumped right off of the bed thinking that it was gonna fall down it would hit that hard oh man and we're like what the heck is going on right ran outside we, we first thing he says my dad's messing with us let's get him so we run <laughs> out there no he's not we don't see anything we don't see anybody
1: oh we, uh
0: did we just hear that we we did hear this right Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We definitely heard this. It had to have been your dad. But, you know, and this was all within seconds that we're trying to figure this out, you know, mm-hmm. ran back in the house. We're going to catch him when he's coming in the back door. We get past, we look, he's sleeping. He's sawing logs. <laughs> he's the only guy that's big enough that could have even made even a, a, a slightest indent, you know, of sound yeah. to this brick wall. Okay. And I'm like, well, what do you think it was? I don't know. Well, go out and punch on it. See if I can hear it. Mm-hmm. So, he goes out. And he was, for his young age, he was a pretty big kid, you know? Sure. He hauls off and he smacks this this brick wall as loud as he can. Uh-huh. I can barely hear it. I could barely hear it. Hmm. He comes back in and he's like, so, you know, did you hear it? And I'm like, I could barely hear it. I said, it's Cause he was pounding on it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and I had to put my ear up <laughs> to the wall to hear him pounding. You know, it was, it was that faint, you know? So then I'm like, no, I'm, I'm telling you. So then I had him stay in there and listen. And I went and pounded on the wall right. and I pounded with everything I had. And he's like, I couldn't hear it. He's like, it was, it was just a faint tap. I, I could barely hear you hitting the wall, but this was so loud when it hit. It startled both of us mm-hmm. right out of where we were standing. Wow. That's intense. It, it, there, <laughs> so, you know, we kind of, at, at that point, we were like, was that Bigfoot or something? You know, who, who, what was that? <laughs> what could make that, such a loud noise and be gone faster than we can get out there? Because going to that back door was just right outside the same door that we would leave the bedroom. The door that met to go to the back side outside was right there. Mm -hmm. So we were there in seconds. We were out there in seconds. If somebody would have had to be like, you know, they'd had, they would have had to run way too fast.
1: Mm -hmm. So what do you think that was? Do you think it was spiritual or do you think it was something physical?
0: I, you know, I think it was, I think it was physical because years later, Uh, His little brother, who is a friend of mine now, uh, obviously, you know, we were all good friends and family between each other. But uh, he was telling me that when he was younger, sitting outside playing, that all of a sudden he would see a rock getting thrown out into the yard next to him. And it was coming from the woods. And and where the woods were uh, that separated their house and my house from from the woods, there was an old dry run that would that would run around and come around the backside mm-hmm. of this bluff. And it and that that dry run ran all the way down west until it would come out to another end. And so we kinda thought, you know, he said that he was thinking that maybe Bigfoot migrates and, and because it was always summertime that he was seeing these rocks getting thrown and and this was years later after he had thought about it, you know, Mm -hmm. and was trying to figure things out himself. And so he was getting rocks thrown at him. And then, and so he, you know, being, he was probably five or six or seven years old. Okay. And, and so he was like, what the heck, you know, what's getting thrown at me. So he started walking out towards the woods, you know, to see who was, who's. Throwing rocks, trying to get his attention, you know. Mm-hmm. And as he was getting closer, the rocks would get bigger.
1: Oh, yikes!
0: And some of them, some of them, like ten to twelve inches in circumference, you know. It's large stones being thrown at him, not just the like a small hand stone that you can just right. throw like a, a baseball. You know, this is something, you know, probably the size of a basketball. He he kind of figured. Wow! And that would that was thrown at him from there.
1: Oh, that's scary!
0: It, yeah, so I was, you know, I'm like, did I ever tell you our story about the pounding on the wall? <laughs> <And> he's like, <laughs> no, you know. So we're collaborating all this together. We're like, right? Maybe it was Bigfoot or something knocking on the, you know, right. who knows?
1: It, it it was, it was so strange. There, you know, and and oddly enough, there's many people that speculate that wherever there's high, high uh, spiritual energy, that that can also. Be a, a place that attracts some of this other strangeness as well. So um, maybe sure. it's a, maybe it's a convergence of ley lines in that area or something. It's hard to know, but yeah, you know, I think that that must have been a really energetic place. And if it was a if it was a settlement area for Native Americans, they were very tuned into that as well, and they were known to build a lot of their places on some pretty incredible uh, sites as far as natural right. energy and stuff. So they may all yeah. correlate one from the other. And so it doesn't surprise me a whole lot that you experienced uh, a lot of different phenomena in that same region. That's pretty intense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, there was, I mean, never later on in my life have I had, except for one other time that I have found where I, I had some energy that really, really bothered me mm-hmm. because it, because of all this stuff, I started being in trying to force myself to be in tune to to a lot of this and pay attention to everything that's going around because there were so many things that were being, being done that, that was so, that I could not explain, you know, I I said, I got to pay attention to what's going on here because what is this? And so I started attuning myself to this and, and catching a lot of it, you know, and the more and more, I was I would be catching it the more things would be you know okay yeah. I saw this right what what was that you know did you see that no mm-hmm. I didn't see that but I saw it you know because I was paying attention you know right
1: I think that's very profound though too because I I think you're absolutely right I think I think we probably all experience the paranormal activity to some degree or another but most people just dismiss it. It's like, oh, this thought I thought—I saw something moving out of the corner of my eye. But no, it's nothing. And then they just move on to whatever else they're doing. And it and it kind of depends on the person. But once you tune in right. and you really start paying attention, uh, it's incredible how much how much you may discover. And it's not maybe everybody, but there's there's I think that if you're paying if you're tuning into that energy, whether it's you know just physically, auditorially, uh, visually or, or all the above. And then, you know, how you're feeling inside. Like, you, you know, you, I think that we pick up on a lot of stuff that we just yeah. dismiss. I mean, even in our visual field, you know, we, we, our eyes actually see a lot more than our brain interprets, but our brain just just discard most of the information coming in because we, we only need a certain percentage of that. And uh, that's, that's yeah. scientific. That's not me making up a, a, a stat, a statistic. It's, right. it's really part of, uh, you know, accepted science. So what is it that we're perceiving, but we just dismiss and, and what if we are perceiving, you know, a lot more than we're actually filtering through to our conscious mind?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and, you know, had a person, you know, not being paying attention, uh, like for example, I, you know, there, there's actually, there's a hotel that is in the town I live in here. That's very famously known for being haunted. Mm -hmm. Uh, as a young kid, uh, I never knew about it. I never knew about that then. And so I had an incident that would happen. I had some bullies that were chasing me down the street and there's, uh, there, there was hair salons and stuff like that inside there. And my mother happened to be inside, inside this hotel that had some shops and stuff down below it and it happened to be getting her hair done in there mm-hmm. so i had to get in there you know but i i didn't know which building <laughs> i didn't know which <laughs> which uh place she was getting her hair done so i was just kind of i ran in there and i was just kind of running trying to find some place to hide because i didn't want to be that kid that went run into his mommy either you know <laughs> and so sure. so I, I i was running around and i'm looking and i started getting i i went through this back hallway and they were coming in and they were they were in this lobby, so if I had walked back to where i I was, they would have definitely saw me but i was i saw like i saw a face it looked like a girl looking in looking in the window of uh, of the door it was uh it was kind of like a security door, but they have they got a window in it you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I seen this head it was like peeking looking at me, and then i you know out of the corner of my eye, I saw her, and then I looked and I seen her. And then she, she moved her head back and, and I was like, Oh, what the heck? So i maybe I can go back in here. So I opened the door to go down through there. There was nobody there in that hallway. <laughs> nobody was in that hallway.
1: Uh-huh. And I was
0: like, all right, I'm super freaked out, but I'm, I'm going to go down this hallway. Uh-huh. So I went down the hallway and I ended up going down the stairs. That path took me away from them bullies. Oh, cool. Wow. So you know, it was like, was was this, was this spirit or whatever it was, was like trying to get my attention. Right. You know, say, hey, come this way. Hurry, come you know, this way. You know, I, I don't know, but yeah. it was very strange because there was <laughs> nobody there, and there was no possible way from where they, where I saw that face, that they could have gone anywhere else because it was just a hallway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that is really cool. And 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 then you you miss the bullies as a chance, right? Uh, by that it, opportunity,
0: it, it, right? I, yeah, yeah, I, I missed the bullies. I, I didn't have to confront them. Good. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, those
1: are those are the really cool stories. I love those stories because it's. It, here's the thing, you know, if these things are going to be around. It's nice that sometimes they they're useful as well. They're not just a part of our world. They they actually try to help out, and I think that's awesome. And I, I love stories like that because it just shows you that you know not all of this is negative. Not all of it is scary and terrible. It's just. Sometimes these earthbound spirits are just working through things or whatever, and, and they see someone in trouble and they kind of step in. I just covered a story, not to spider web off, but uh, just the other night, maybe a week ago, on the show, on the YouTube live show. And uh, in this, this, there was this guy, he was a little kid at the time. He was at a at a resort that his family always went fishing at. and he was just goofing around on the, on the dock. and it was it was a, a cold uh, spring, you know, right after the winter. Kind of deal. But uh, I don't know if it was really cold now, come to think of it. But anyway, I, the kid ended up falling off the dock and he didn't know how to swim. And his his family wasn't swimmers either. So they were like desperately trying to get to him. But he said he was underwater and he went to the bottom and he couldn't get up. And then this little girl appeared to him and said, swim towards the sun. Just Just kick your legs as hard as you can towards the sun. Look up. And he did that, and then his, his his father or grandfather was able to finally pull him out, and he was saved. And he said, years later, he found out that a young girl had drowned right off of that very spot. And oh wow! It, and it's like that's so powerful, you know. That sometimes they they intervene and they and they help. So I think those stories yeah. are amazing.
0: Yeah, that is you know because like maybe the energy that he was producing from from being panicked was sure. it showed up and and sparked her like hey somebody's doing it you know yeah and they came to came to help you know that's fantastic
1: yeah those are great stories so i and and yours is very much like that it's like somebody showed up to give you a hand you know give you a hand when you needed it so that's really cool right right (laughs) i mean if i could get a ghost that will drag a vacuum around i'd be in heaven
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got that right (laughs) Maybe that was Bigfoot. Maybe I saw Bigfoot, you know, looking at us from from those tree lines, you know, wondering what we were doing running through the woods. As a teenager, and, and we had learned... Uh, as early teens, we had learned of this old house that was, uh, down the road away a few miles. Mm-hmm. And so we went to go check it out and it, And it was this old, it seems to me, and it looked like to me, that it's this old hippie house. Uh, the, the, the foundation was, was concrete and it was all like drawn on like with finger drawings. Okay. And some of the, some of this concrete had broken off and there was actually, there's old cans. Old tin cans, pop cans, beer cans, uh-huh. that stacked up as if that's the that like they just stacked them up as a frame and then piled concrete around them.
1: Oh, sure, probably an insulator of some kind, right?
0: Right, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, the The floors were were pallets, pallet boards, mm-hmm. and and then uh, get into the kitchen, and and there was you know the pallets were there all in there and walls were around a great big stump that was sitting there. And it was almost like they, they were using the stump as a chopping block because we could see stains that were on there and they looked to us like they were blood stains. Maybe they weren't. I, sure. I really have no idea, but why would you want a stump growing in your kitchen? Right. <laughs> or, or, or a stump? It's not growing, but it's just, It. why would you want a stump in your kitchen? <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. it was just really strange to us that all of this was like this. Mm-hmm. And, and the more time we, when we would go there, the longer we would be there, the more we would feel things. And it got to be like, soon as we would get there within five minutes, we would have, we would be, it'd be kind of hard, tight in the chest, mm-hmm. hard to breathe. We would be panicking a little bit uh-huh. and it would just be this super big feeling of dread in this place. Wow. And, and, you know, there was a lot of stories that kind of surrounded that place, whether they were all true, like. I really don't know. And I, I guess I wouldn't feel comfortable saying something about it because I really don't know if these stories were true,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, but there, there was word about, uh, some parents who had some children there and they ended up missing. And then the parents, uh, disappeared. Oh no. So, so it was, it was some, we were hearing some pretty strange stories, but this was after we were saying, Hey, there's this weird house. And the one buddy of mine, uh, his dad had go, you stay away from that place. And he had grown up in the area. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you stay away from that place. It's not good. Wow. And we're like, oh, okay. You know, of course, <laughs> being teenagers, yeah, right. We're going to listen. <laughs> 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 we were there the very next night. <laughs> like, let's check this out. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we did happen to go there mm-hmm. just by happenstance. <laughs> well, the only way that we could go was towards this where this house was down the old field road mm-hmm. and there was nothing really, you know, it was, it was field on the other side. So we would have to get down all the way down there so that nobody could see us. Okay. So we, we were down by that place and we were hiding out once car went, we stood up and we we're like, man, we realized like, we're right next to this house, you know, mm-hmm. should we really be out here at <laughs> night when we, you know, we know how we feel about this place during right. the day even. Yeah. And, and then we were like, we, you know, we started getting brave, you know, coaxing ourselves up to be brave, you know, ah, the heck with those demons and ghosts or whatever they are, you know, (laughs) we'll, we'll take them, you know, we're, 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 we're tough enough. We'll take them, you know, when we're saying this out loud, pumping ourselves up to stay (laughs) away from there, you know, and all of a sudden I saw something out of the corner of my eye and both of us looked up and, and darted towards it. So I know my friend had seen it too. I know he had seen it too, because. He looked the same time. We both looked at the same time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I said, did you see that? He goes, what did you see? I said, don't play this game with me. What (laughs) did you see? He's like, "Uh, no, what did you see? So we're, we're kind of going back and forth bantering on this. And I'm like, I saw some red eyes and they went straight down. He he grabs on me. He goes, let's go. I'm like, what? He goes, that's what I saw. (laughs) (laughs) So we just darted. We bolted. And, and to this day, you know, I was like, I don't know, you know, but, uh, after my buddy, you know, after I was talking with his uh, brother that time, you know, and this was probably a mile or two down the road from where we lived. Oh. And so, you know, I had always thought, well, it was like a demon, mm-hmm. but after my buddy, you know, he was talking about having these rocks thrown at him. And then he was trying to talk like, well, maybe Bigfoot's on a migratory or something like that. Right. And he said, "Uh, I, he goes. I, I read this story that this area is is big about them migrating up through here. Uh-huh. It had, it being a path, you know, that they would mm-hmm. walk when they when they do walk, you know, do their walks. That that path was there uh, that they would take. And and I thought, maybe that was Bigfoot. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I saw Bigfoot." You know, yeah. looking at us from, from those tree lines, you know, wondering what we were doing, running through the woods, you know,
1: <laughs> In the dark. And,
0: and once, once they seen what we were doing, you know, we were there, you know, all of a sudden they ducked down and that's when we happened to see it or something. But sure. it really freaked me out. Uh We never ran so fast. We, we, both we, went,
1: <laughs> we went straight home. I don't blame you. You know, I mean, that, and that's got to be such a, and I haven't witnessed this, but to look, you're out in the dark, you're in the woods, and to look over and see red glowing eyes, that's like the worst thing you could possibly see, you know, because those eyes are attached to something. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Something,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and,
0: it, it was it was extremely scary.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine. But you know, and and the the thing is, is that that's really commonly reported. Some people claim that the the Bigfoot eyes are self illuminated. Uh, other people believe that their retinas are just so sensitive to that spectrum of light that that's what gets reflected back. And you know, whatever the case sure. may be, I, you know, I can only guess. But you know, that's not an unusual claim for Bigfoot at all. In fact, I, I've interviewed a gentleman, Kevin Keeney, who is part of the, the uh, Ridge. He goes, that's in uh, Arizona and he, he, he goes up there researching and he uses no light at all in pitch blackness. And he says he gets them coming up and he sees that red glow in their eyes and there's no light sources that, that he can discern that are reflecting that. So maybe there's something to it. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one.
0: And, you know, I mean, it might've been moonlight reflecting or, or, or whatever had, you know, to, to get that, to do that. But
1: Mm.
0: I I remember it being pretty darn dark,
1: Yeah, you know,
0: (laughs) And, and dark enough to where we could get far enough to where we could just, we could just get on our knees or just lay down. And that person would not have seen us, you know, just because it was that far back that it was just too dark for them to see us unless they were shining a light straight on us, you know? Right. Now, when you saw these and, eyes, you saw
1: them dip down. You guys ran right for that, or ran right. I, I, what did you do? Run away from it or run towards it?
0: Oh, we no, we ran away. Okay. <laughs> we ran away. Uh, so there was a great big. There was a there was a bush line that mm-hmm. that ran ran along there where we were at. Okay, and it and it looked to be about eight to ten feet high as where the top of those bushes were, Jeez. and that's where the eyes were. And so it, it almost seemed like if something was, was looking and then crouching down either mm-hmm. to hide Sorry. from us right. or crouching down to get a better, uh, area to attack, yeah. you know, if it was an animal, you would, they would be crouching down to, to be able to do a sneak attack or, or, right. you know, or burst, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, uh, maybe like a mountain lion, you know, they're, they're crouched down and yep. then they're sneaking around, you know? Yep. Yep. Getting low. <clears throat> Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we saw it and and I saw it all the way down. I I bet you when it went down, I I'm remembering, I bet you it was probably, I could still, I followed the the eye, those eyes, maybe two feet Mm -hmm. down in through the brush until it got too thick. You know, the, the, the brush was a little bit too thick to see the eyes. But I mean, I, I still saw it going down from, you know, in the bushes. So it's not like it it just went, it went down and disappeared. I could still see it going down through the trees. Oh, And, and so I'm like, did you see that? (laughs) And I knew he'd seen it. I knew he'd seen it, but I wanted to make sure that, you know, we're both. Yeah. We both saw that. This is Mm -hmm. what we saw. And, and so we, yeah, we've, we totally chickened it out and uh, we weren't so brave with those <laughs> demons <laughs> or whatever it was that we thought we were going to be brave against.
1: <laughs> yeah, well I don't blame you. I think once you, it's okay to to uh, talk yourselves up in an imaginary situation, but once it becomes real that's a whole other <laughs> game.
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right. That's incredible. You've had some amazing experiences, brother.
0: Me and I was I think it was about between six to eight of our friends mm-hmm. and we went to this place. Uh, the one buddy of mine, he, he says there's this haunted, I, I, he goes, I don't really know if it's haunted, but, uh, this, and this was, this was back in the day where they had the, uh, what, what did they call it? They called it the satanic panic. I think it was. Oh. And so, you know, there was a lot of people that were, uh, being Satan worshippers, and they would go into churches, abandoned churches and they would make, uh, pentagrams and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, well this, this church was known for having some pentagrams drawn. It was an old abandoned church for a lot of years mm-hmm. and they were known for having a pentagram, uh, on the floor down there and actually had some graves dug up.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: So, so of course being us as teenagers, like, let's go check this out. Right. <laughs> you know, so we're all <laughs> up there. We're going up there to check this out mm-hmm. and we get up there. And we're kind of looking around. All of a sudden, my buddy that brought us there, he's like, "We got to go. Let's go. We got to go, 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 go." Mm-hmm. And we get outside, and I'm like, "What's wrong, man?" He's like, "I saw my reflection in the window, man. I'm out of here." I'm like, "Well, what's the big deal? Seeing the reflection in the window?" <laughs> I busted every one of them out last week. <laughs> okay, let's go. Well, time to go. <laughs> time to We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we started leaving, uh-huh. and and we were just walking mm-hmm. casually walking as we were going and you know, we weren't running. We just, we we're going to, we're going to casually walk this. We started hearing dogs barking mm-hmm. and my buddy was like, uh, the farmer must've let the dogs out. And they sounded like they were at a distance, but each, each foot we, that we were stepping, it seemed like they were getting closer and faster, you know, Ooh. fast. Uh-huh. And, and so we started getting panicky, you know, we're like, he's, things are really coming to us. We better get down to the car, you know? So we start running. We're all running as fast as we can. We're running. And it got to the point, I mean, we could hear these dogs panting and barking and growling after us. And we're running, we're running. We could (laughs) hear that. We could hear the gravel, you know, of them kicking gravel up. And, and so we're, nobody's looking, nobody's looking back. Right. We need to go, <laughs> you know, nobody's looking back because we're all too scared to see what we're going to see. Right. And, and we get down to the bottom and we start getting into the car and we turn around and the barking had stopped. Just stopped. Nothing. Uh-huh. It, it's like, it, it was almost as if it was on a recorder and they hit the stop button and it was done. It was silent again.
1: Oh, that's creepy.
0: And we're looking, we're looking up at the road. Mm-hmm. there's no dogs. There's nothing. Wow. But we all heard it. We were all running from it. We all heard it. Jeez. That's crazy. <laughs> and it, it, boom, it was gone. Huh. I never been back. I never been back. <laughs> I never been back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I'd stay away from there too, but that's really intense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, well, you know, where did all this come from? You know, I don't even, you know, and, and I, we tried to get some story, you know, something about, but nobody had any, nobody had anything about the house that, or the the church. Nobody had anything about, you know, yeah, this happened or that happened. Mm-hmm. There just really wasn't anything said about it.
1: You know, it's interesting with with, with truly uh, satanic sites. Like, play. You know, there's a lot of people that go around and they and they know a couple symbols and they're just kind of part of a counterculture type of thing. But the truly satanic and dark dark sites where people do rituals, if, you know, one of the things that they do is they they evoke a, a, a dark presence to guard that place. Right. And, and so, and another thing that they do, which I don't know if this is common knowledge or not, but they, they're known to leave objects that have ritualistic curses placed on them to, you know, cause people problems. If anybody comes on, it'll be like a nice object, like, "Oh, look at this nice hatchet. Somebody dropped, you grab it. And, you know, and then the idea is this, that that curse then transfers to you or you become dealing with something like that. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that was possibly a a very uh, real satanic site that had been used. And perhaps that was some kind of dark presence that was guarding it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it very well could have been, you know, maybe it, maybe it's, uh, they invoked the hellhounds to, to protect it or right. something, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've heard of that, you know, I've heard of people being chased by dogs that, that weren't there and it sure. was, they were chasing them out of an area that was supposedly a, a satanic type of ground area so it it, it very well it could have been true I mean of course I heard this after I'd seen this and I was like (laughs) oh maybe that's
1: what that was sure but it kind of makes sense in hindsight that you know that's what you experienced because uh, clearly there was no actual dogs there but you guys all had the sensation that there was some kind of dogs chasing you and hearing and you know being aware of that presence so profoundly yeah that's yeah that sounds like a real serious spiritual attack you know but it got you
0: out of yeah, there. It yeah. You. It got us out of there. I mean, it, it, they did their job, whatever it was, because there was, like I said, there had to be a six eight of us, and we all were running from this. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were talking to each other, go go, it's almost on us. Yeah, you know, we're we're all freaking out on this, and right. All of a sudden, there's nothing there.
1: Right. Wow. It was.
0: It was so crazy. Well,
1: I'm glad you made it through all of this stuff, man. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, That's a yeah,
1: hell of a journey. That's powerful stuff. Yeah. You, 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 yeah, it is. You know, and the thing is, is here's the thing. I think, and this seems to be really common, is that if somebody's had one paranormal experience, it's like something opens up inside of us. And I've had a lot of different varied experiences, as you know, listeners of the show are probably aware of. Because every once in a while, I'll share some of my own experiences, but. It's, Mm -hmm. it doesn't, you know, when I first started doing the show, I was like, you know, I don't want this to be about me. So I never talked about my experiences, but then I started to, but the -hmm. more, the more people that I've interviewed, the more I realized, you know, paranormal uh, activities seem to, I don't know if it's targeted on a person, but I think that people that experienced one thing, suddenly their awareness expands and they start to see more of the stuff that's going on that every, uh, you know, other people don't notice. And then they, you know, right. become like maybe hyper, maybe more attuned to it. Like you were saying earlier, you, yeah. you worked on paying attention and becoming attuned to it. And then you start to notice that stuff. And and I think that if you've been through one thing, you're, you're probably going to be through, you know, experiencing something else as well. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me at all that you've had the number of experiences that you have because, you know, I'm – I'm a, another person that's had so many different varied things happen. And, you know, I think it has to do with something awakening in us after you've had an experience or two. It's just like, I don't know, it just unlocks something in our awareness that we we become either susceptible or just more aware of that energy around
0: us. Right, yeah. right. And a lot of times, like, I, I, you know, I mean, the first thing that I do, and, and that's, I try to explain it logically. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm can this be explained logically? Mm-hmm. You know, could it be this, could it be that? And of course I don't have like the scientific knowledge to go through. Like, like some of these people, you know, they they go through a lot of testing and then of whatever it is, you know, but I'll go through my head. Like, is this something that I can explain? Right. You know? And, and lots of times it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, <laughs> this is strange. So, you know, and then you, because when you can't explain it, then you, then you, you're always kind of, you always kind of have your head on a swivel. Right. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're like, what, what, you know, trying to see other things that are going on. You know, like you said, being hyper aware. Yeah. You know, always being aware of your surroundings and, and uh, paying attention to what's going on because, you know, when you're seeing this stuff and you can't explain it, then you want to know if it's going to happen again. And you want to know when, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like you don't want to be caught off guard, you know? So you're always kind of keeping (laughs) your eye on a swivel. And so when you're keeping your eye on a swivel like that, and you're always looking, you're going to see that stuff. I think, you know, I, you know, and because you're, you know, like you said, you're, you're being more in tune and you're, you're paying attention, you know, things that most people would just, you know they'd brush off you know ah that's nothing right you know but uh, it's good. no it's not really nothing it's it's there it happened you know yeah. you don't want to try to explain it
1: right no i think it's kind of like the, the paranormal equivalent of like street smarts um right you know a person that right. grew grew up in in a dangerous area they're going to be hyper attuned to what's going on around them whereas you know Anybody else that's not familiar with that could walk through an area and not like it much, but not really understand why and just brush it off. Whereas the person that's lived and, you know, survived in that, they'll notice, you know, all kinds of cues and, and body language and, you know, the way people are standing and watching, you know, whether something's up or not. I mean, they just know. Yep. And, and it's, yep. it's just in a different kind of awareness is what it is. So. It, I, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It is. So. I, I really appreciate you coming on the show brother and sharing all of these incredible experiences with us. That's it's been an amazing amazing journey and, and it's been an incredible interview. Thank you for coming on.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on tonight's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please feel free to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Paranormal Portal Radio, as well as finding us on Twitter. We're on Twitter at Paranormal Portal, P-O-R-T-L, and uh, we'd love to have you stop by our YouTube page and subscribe and check out our shows there. we got hundreds of shows, Journeys into the Paranormal Portal, so we hope you'll check it, check it out, guys. We're over there at youtube.com slash Paranormal Portal. So... Hope to see you guys soon. Uh, We'll be back, of course, for more podcasts in the coming days. So we love you all. Be good, be kind, be nice. Take care of each other. Help each other out. Find the magic in every day. And remember to laugh as much as you can.